And we back, episode 2020. Episode 200, what's this? What we at? Episode 300, we back. And, and we, yeah. we reached our mark for 1K subscribers, but now mm-hmm. we want to get to 5K. 5,000. the summer, so let's get there. Even our Instagram thing help. is going yeah. up really f- Everything is moving fast, but just keep on sharing, liking, yeah. subscribing. Thanks to y'all for the 1K, more. too, for the subscribers. Right. Thank yeah. you, guys. Now. What's up? What's up? I know we have a special guest here today. My boy, we got the big dogs and big dogs in the building today. You see what I'm saying? Y'all see the suit? Y'all see the suit? I smell the money. I smell the money. All right, so you know Yannick Benjamin. Let's introduce Yannick Benjamin to our audience. Um, you've been on Wall Street Journal, right? You've been on a show called Uncourt. That's right. Yes. Right. And those are those are really you know I know my sister watched Uncourt show, so I don't know what episodes she's seen you, but um, you've been you know. Pioneer within the disabled community. Um, mm-hmm. You do many things. You have an organization called Willing for It, which yes. is a nonprofit. They yeah. right? everything for the disabled community. We love right. it. in New York City. We in love New York it, City. Um, and you know, we're glad to have you um, on our podcast because it's a lot of things that you do. And what is the main, 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 main thing that you do? And what is that title? Because I'm not going to try to say because I've been fucking it up before. <laughs> Sommelier, Sommelier, Sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah, you said it, Sommelier. You said okay. it exactly right. Well, mm-hmm. first off, thank you for having me. Um, I've been watching your show and I admire all of you. And like I said, I all have an interesting story on how I first met you. You know, um, live when I first met you was at Blink Fitness, and you were. Oh, yeah. I was like, who the hell is this? <laughs> This guy is so jacked up and detailed. It's got like a roadmap, you know. It's like, yeah, uh, um, yeah, I was like, this guy is unbelievable, you know. And then Frenchie, I think we just talked about that. You did that incredible um, stand up sitting down, yeah, stand up yeah. sitting down on mm-hmm. comedy routine at Axis, and I was blown away. And then Jesse um, over at the Axis Project, and you've been so kind. You've done a couple of things for uh, for us over at Wheeling Ford and our wine events. And I was just telling them how you just killed it and you crushed it. But then I also remember the first time I met you at Axis was. You're so hyper competitive. And That's the best I was about to, yeah. right, and we, were, we were we were going back and forth about racing each other because uh-huh. you were like, I'm gonna blow you away. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and we never I don't think we actually raced nah, or whatever, yeah. but you would have blown me away anyway. See, and that's what I was about to say. I first, Yannick, I first met you through Yannick. Oh, it was on some competitive juices shit, and because I'm, yeah. I'm very super competitive, so yeah. it was interesting to see somebody to come in and it was like, "Yo, you can't beat me in no race." And this is the first time we encountered each other, so first we go back and forth. I'm yeah. like, "Yo, who is this guy? He really <laughs> can beat me in the race." But yeah. you know what I mean? That that just shows you that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because you have a disability or just because you have something wrong with you as far as, I don't know, I don't want to call it like wrong with you, but yeah. doesn't mean your competitive juices is not flowing through your body and Absolutely. you still don't want to get somewhere and still be very competitive in whatever mm-hmm. you do. And I know that competitiveness has helped you in everything you do in your For career. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you have to have a little edge, right? You have in to. everything you do, right? I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I feel like what keeps me going is uh, having a little bit of that chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be healthy. Just filling it. And I mm-hmm. think that's what really gets me going. Um, so I do agree with everything you just said right now. Oh. And, and competing against yourself, right? That's, right. What, that's yeah. what life is all about, mm-hmm. right? So this month is Women's History Month, which is extremely important because just like the black folks, we only get a month. <laughs> so, um, I 28 days, question. actually. Um, We're going to start with our guest. We're going to start with Yannick. Uh-huh. Well, which one do you want to go by? You want to go by Benjamin? Or no, you can, Yannick. You can. Okay. No, you're good. You're good. So you can we're gonna come start anything. with Yannick. Who was a woman in your life that impacted you? Right. Like, 
For sure. Well, obviously, uh, my mother, right? Everybody's um, insane. Yeah, it's, you know, of course. And then, um, of course, I think, you know, in the later years of my life, um, really my wife, uh, Heidi, oh, okay. has really... Wife? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Heidi. Yeah. So really kind of keeping me on that narrow path. But you know? what did they, like, they keep you level-headed? Well, I think my mom, for sure, um, a true inspiration. You know, she came here at a very young age from France as an immigrant oh, wow. and really oh, busted her... Uh, yeah, yeah. She busted her butt cleaning houses. She was a housekeeper, which is mm -hmm. not an easy easy job cleaning houses for mm -hmm. families but she's a, a person of a really uh, great integrity and, and a very loyal person mm -hmm. and I can't tell you the amount of times that she was there for me especially after my car accident mm -hmm. um, and even you know um, my wife um, Heidi um, certainly I, I think a lot of the great things that have happened to me within the last few years is because of her um, you know she's she's behind the scenes you know she's certainly not as uh, um, active on social media mm -hmm. but you know definitely she reminds me hey take it easy mm -hmm. enjoy life you know, don't swallow, chew your food. You know, things yeah. that you know, everything's happening so fast. Embrace so the moment. Embrace the moment. So mm -hmm. she, she's she's really great about that. You know, so I'm very blessed. And what about you, Jesse? Um, damn, because a lot of people's gonna be mad about. <laughs> you gotta just just one. All right, I'll say I'll say my sister. Um, my sister Robin, she's a big inspiration for me. Um, like older growing up, yeah, younger. she's older than me, but we like best friends. That's like really close. Um, so like you know, growing up where I'm from, you know, nobody goes to college and shit like that. So you know, my my sister, she was like you know first one in my immediate family to go to college. She graduated from Temple. Yeah. She got her master's. Um, you know what I mean? She she. She got a doctorate, so she, you know, she keep on, she's always leveling up, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it made me, and also she traveled at a young age, right? So I think that has helped my growth in, you know, and everything. It's just traveling opens up your, your experience and opens yeah. up your eyes to a lot of things. So she introduced me to a lot of things, and, you know, I've, I wonder how my life was if, if I mean, how it was if she wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, um, just going to college. I went to college and graduated and everything. So, yeah, she's a big inspiration um, to me and um, always pushed me to, to never settle and keep Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, Robin. Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for me, wow, I say a bunch of. I grew up in a house full of man. It was a lot of women in the house. I had my grandmother, and um, my mom had five. It was five five girls. Oh, so wow. I had a bunch of aunties and stuff. Like we all grew up in the same apartment together. So, but if I had to pick one, choose one, I say my grandmother because like mm -hmm. just the humility that mm -hmm. I seen her like, and she cleaned houses too, like yeah. like uh, Yannick's mom and stuff. So. Like the humility and integrity that she instilled in me also. Mm -hmm. It just I still carry it on to this day. Like just mm -hmm. little life lessons that she taught me and stuff. So I'd say, yeah, my had to be my grandmother. She's the like, reason you respect women and Yeah, no, yeah, she's the real real reason behind yeah, yeah. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. I feel like the grandmother is always usually like the the head of the family and when yeah. she sometimes leaves, it feel like the family uses it falls apart. Falls right? apart. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was definitely for me. My great grandmother was the most impactful mm -hmm. woman in my life. She raised me. Because my mom was a teen, my mom had me when she was young. So, mm -hmm. my 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 grandmother, her my great grandmother's daughter is schizophrenic. So, she, you know, I love my grandmother to death, but you know, she had to be the one to take on that role for mm -hmm. most of the part. So she was like my grandma, and um, it was weird. It was like my great grandmother was my grandma, my grandma was my mom, and my mom was like my sister up until like a few years ago, you know, and. I will say that she was the strongest woman that I knew. She had five children. She raised, I don't even know how many grandchildren to great-grandchildren to great-great now. And she was just a beautiful, strong woman. And she 
was a Southern woman. She came mm. to New York and mm. she made her way. So to have owned two homes and just taught me like how to cook, how to sew. She got me into everything. My grandma's a homemaker. So like mm. holidays, she was always big on. We mm. always had a Christmas. Everybody's birthday, all mm. the kids, grandkids, great grandkids, we all had a cake for our birthdays. Like mm. I've never won a birthday without a cake. So most of the time I used to have like three or something. But shout out to you, grandma, and your birthday. <laughs> well, she passed away, but her birthday mm. is in, um, next week. So. So shout out to all the women out there You know we appreciate you We love you guys And because of um, Women's History Month And because we have a guest today That's just my French facts If you're a woman this month Enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. You know Take care of yourself And as women We have to take care of each other Like stop being so hateful To one another Just because Mm -hmm. another woman Is doing something That you want to be doing That just might be her time for this She might be the reason Why your door is opening You know what I mean So just give her her flowers now Mm -hmm. And yours will come later Applaud women We need to love on each other well said. Oh, well nice. said. Beautiful. Like that. Oh, yeah, so sure. now back to back to Yannick. <laughs> the man. So you know, usually live, no, give us an introduction about the why. This is yes. his segment today. I don't know who's the expert expertise, but we have yes. you know an expert. Yeah. So you know, to let's, the real let's, guy. let's break down some wine. We we'll do mm-hmm. three of us. Yeah, sure. three wines. Yeah, three bottles. Yes. Yannick, what do we have here? Okay. So wait, we have to start with how did you even get into this? Oh yeah. Sure. Because you a sommelier. Yes. You got to explain what that is. Yes. No. No problem. So both of my parents are French. Yeah. Um, they both immigrated here. My dad came here in 1963, mm-hmm. and uh, he started working in restaurants uh, along with his uh, two brothers. Okay. Uh, Your my, yeah, my uncles, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, my uh, cu- my cousin was a chef for a very long time. So the whole family was in, 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 in my blood, and so that's how it all came about. Um, one of my first real jobs or introduction to wine was at the age of 18 at a restaurant called Lucioc which means a circus, which no longer um, is around. But mm. um, the gentleman who hired me, Ciro Maccioni, he really had this incredible restaurant. And I said, wow, this, this world of wine and food and service and being around people, mm. I just absolutely love. So first and foremost, I love hospitality. Mm. Uh, and then and then everything else is secondary. But of course, uh, wine is a real deep passion. I love, you know, it encompasses agriculture, mm. uh, anthropology, uh, geology, class. history, class, exactly. <laughs> and, and meeting some wonderful people. And so that's what, you know, th- I brought three different wines for you to try okay. um, that all have a, a unique story to themselves. And of course we, you know, obviously I'm not gonna be too long, but I'll make it very quickly. Yeah, we need okay. to know yeah. about it. Yeah. That's so, so the uh, first one I'm going to pour so for you. So sommelier, to, to give the yeah. definition of that is what? So sommelier uh, very simply means it's a wine waiter. Wow. Your job is to to create a program for your clientele to make sure that the food, uh, the wine is compatible with the food itself mm-hmm. and that you're providing a service, but most of all an experience to the actual guests, right? So it's not just about me recommending a wine to you, Frenchie, but it's like, hey, Jesse, welcome to the restaurant. How are we gonna create this experience with that bottle? You know, A memorable okay. experience. Something memorable. With the wine. Yes, exactly. Okay. And to be a som- sommelier or som, oh, can I say som, can I, what's, this, what's the abbreviation? <laughs> Samo? Uh, som, you can just say som. Som. Yeah, I know, it's, it's a tongue twist. It's very Thank difficult. Yeah, tell, tell about back the, in it's, it's not easy <laughs> to become a sommelier. Like, oh, sorry. It's, it's many tests. How, how many times do you have to take <clears throat> the test in order? Oh, that, I mean, I've taken it multiple times. So there's an, there's two major um, examinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is there's one called the Master of Wine, mm-hmm. and then another one called the Master Sommelier. And the Master of Wine's a bit more. Um, 
it requires a lot more writing, whereas the master sommelier requires more practical, you know, it, it's more set up for someone who wants to work in restaurants. So there's mm. kind of two different ways you can so go about it. It's like in the background, which is the master. Like like journalism, yeah. writing, yeah. more on the business yeah. side. And the other one's more like the setting. Your hands yeah. on. Your more hands on. That's exactly right. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't so have said about it. <clears throat> no, I'm not, because I've taken the exam a couple of times. <laughs> oh, God, he's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking loser. Jesus. <laughs> Why did we get a loser? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a master. It's true. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not kidding. But uh, but uh, but unfortunately, uh, I mean, I've taken the exam a couple of times, and you have to pass three parts, and I have passed all three parts. Uh, Besides the staircase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very important. That's, that's, very, that's important. very important. Yeah, that was a problem in itself. You know what I mean? But but anyway, I, the last time I took it was in 2015, mm-hmm. um, and. And so I've taken a break, and of course, like it's in the back of my mind to redo it again. But I do participate in car- competitions and all that, and okay. I, I very much have enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. No, but but everything's doable. But so are I, you gonna go? Are you gonna go back to do it, or? Um, it remains to be seen. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna challenge you on that. Yeah. You're gonna hold. We yeah. need, we yeah. need yeah. you to go yeah. back. No, 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 no. For sure, it's something I think about every day. Um, for sure. But the first one, sorry. Well, so what is this? So this we're drinking uh, a cava which is okay. done in the same method as champagne. So champagne is really not a, a brand in itself, but it's actually a region. So anything that comes from champagne um, is allowed to be called itself champagne. So if you got a wine that was sparkling wine that was made in California or made in Spain or whatever, it cannot call itself champagne. That name is actually protected. Mm-hmm. So it has to come. Champagne, champagne is a place? It's champagne is a place. It's oh a, my God. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all know that? <laughs> Got it. Got it. Don't make it seem like Why would you? Why would you? Where is this? So this is just outside of Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, wow. so when you see the word champagne, and it's actually protected, meaning that um, you know, if you were, if you had vineyards in New York, let's say upstate, yes, they and you want, they really, they yeah. can't call it champagne. You can make the style like champagne, but it's, can, not, it's champagne. not champagne. It's not champagne. It's So, but, but what we're drinking now, champagne is a luxury product now. It's very expensive okay. mm-hmm. now, a lot of it. And so, what we're having over here is a category called cava, which is all the way on the Mediterranean. And it's outside of Barcelona, so right in. So it's in, made in Cava. Yeah, it's, Cava's a Cava, place. Well, Cava, Cava's really not a place. Cava is actually now that we're talking more of a brand, but Cava is a protected brand. So anything that's made mm. and has the name Cava has to be made in Spain. Mm. Okay. And so this is a, a place just outside of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's called Alta Alela. It's 2017, so it's got some age to it, okay. and it's made from uh, three different grapes that are completely uh, indigenous to that area. Wow. One of them called Macabeo. So yeah, um, another one called uh, Zarero and Paralada. So, so those are, yeah. Is champagne made the same way as wine? So there's there's like still wine, right? And then there's champagne or sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. And very briefly to make it as simple as possible. So you've got wine, you know, you get your grapes, you crush them. Mm-hmm. And then the yeast, the natural yeast that you have there actually attacks the uh, sugar, eats up the sugar, and then you get the conversion of grape juice to wine, right? And then alcohol, so that's how it all happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and with sparkling wine, what they'll do is they'll do a normal fermentation. Um, there's a, a first fermentation, and then there's a secondary fermentation. You add uh, sugar and yeast again, and then you trap that because what happens is you get a secondary fermentation, and then you also want to trap the bubbles, the CO2. So that's mm. how you keep the bubbles, and that's, that's what correct. I was wondering. So you, so you know how to make this? 
Do I know how to? No, I don't. I've never I'm made. About to, about no, to, no, no. I need to talk to you really quick. Well, you could certainly do it. You need a champagne. <laughs> well, oh, I can't call it champagne. It's going to be French. French. It's going to be sharing French. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I need some. You should have your own private label. You I really, I really need one. This always has been a dream of mine because I you want. Should do it. I want a liquor store. Okay. And I want like my own bottle of cognac because I love Hennessy, mm -hmm. and I want my own wine because I love wine. Well, here, here's here's the deal that I'll make with you, Frenchie. Um, I'm actually opening up a wine store in the building I was born and raised in in Hell's Kitchen. I grew up Ooh. on the west side of Manhattan. Mm. So Big you'll you'll come and you'll visit us and mm -hmm. you'll hang out and I can show you um, the business side of what it takes to open up a wine store. Deal. All right. You, you got me. Oh, yeah. You got so, me. There you go. Told y'all he was serious. Look at the suit. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we supposed to be looking for when we taste it? So what, what kind of taste we're supposed to be? Like, you know? Yes. Um, so first off, you really, what I always say is just, First, you just kind of nose it mm -hmm. and almost like kind of go up and down and east and west. So kind of like a sign of the cross. Mm. And then you'll swirl it. So when, when you don't swirl it, you get different aromas. When you swirl it, you're, you're getting, it's, it's really enhancing the aromas. So that's mm -hmm. what you're really doing. Mm -hmm. And then what I like to do, I take a little sip and just let it, you know, flow around the mouth. I think one thing that I really appreciate about anything that I drink or eat is really feeling the texture, you know? Mm. And so here you have creaminess, you have a nuttiness mm. to it, um, nice delicate bubbles, not overly aggressive. Mm. So sparkly wine, I think, why it's one of the uh, a really great category. One, you can have it to celebrate. Um, it's low in alcohol, generally speaking. It's great to just drink and kick back at, at home, you know? So I can make a mimosa with this. You can make a mimosa, you can do whatever mm. you want. Um, there's something called a Bellini where you can add yeah, some peach nectar. Yeah, I love nectar. Bellini. That's exactly right. I love a Bellini. Um, but then it goes well with like spicy dishes too. So, um, you know, I work in a restaurant that, you know, it's Peruvian food, it's real spicy. And so that really counteracts and it goes really well with uh, each other. If it was a wine that was high in alcohol and full bodied, sometimes spicy foods and full bodied and high alcohol wines really clash with each other. Okay. So okay. this is what I love about sparkling wines. And we pour this by the glass. Um, mm. um, so again, so how much does this run you? About a glass of uh fifteen dollars. You know a what glass I mean? Of a it? glass, a glass. In yeah. a bottle. A bottle. I think you. I don't know. I think it's probably around thirty-five bucks. Forty. To bring, bucks. I'm talking about at, at the restaurant. Yeah, at the restaurant. I'm talking about at the restaurant. That's so the, a bottle's only thirty-five. Yeah. Our, See, that uh, club's got to start doing better. Yeah. Why, popping wine why the bottles is three fifty? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we could go get this lovely. That's how it's crazy. Uh -huh. I mean, one thing that we pride ourselves on, um, I'll be honest with you, is that, you know, typically if we at the restaurant buy a bottle for 10 bucks, mm -hmm. we're just going to mark it up like two and a half, three times. So it'll be like 30 bucks by the You're time. You're not going to go and OD. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I don't want that. I'm, I want like bottle girls if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've been to clubs where I bought like Grey Goose for 500 bucks and yeah. like when I was a kid and you're like, you're what? Like, yeah, why, yeah. why did I just do that? Yeah, it yeah. makes no sense I, whatsoever. I tell people all the time, like I'm not that girl. I'm not that friend. I'm not going to the club with you and yeah. we're going to go buy a bottle that costs $50 behind the shelf. But because yeah. we're in the club, they yeah. want $500. And yeah. I drink. <laughs> So I'm not going to, what I'm going to sit there, mm -hmm. keep pouring it up now. I'm just thinking about that $500. It's, it's, for the, it's, it's, it's the mold, it's look the mold you in though, because I've done it plenty of times. I've done it plenty of times. But as you get older, that's, you don't, that's, that's, a men, no that's a men thing, because I go to the club and then guys already have the section and I can show yeah, up and just, just get the yeah, bottle. We doing it for y'all. Yeah, exactly. But now my homegirls, I got money. But now my homegirls want to be the, look at me, we popping 20 bottles. I don't got time. I'm okay. I will stay home. So a quick question, Jan. yeah. Um, please. Being that you're, you know, you, you have so much knowledge on wine, and you're also invested in, it, do you think about making your own like brand or like? 
I, I mean, of course, you think about it and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, and and you know, I did a a, a private label um, for Wheeling Ford, um, mm -hmm. uh, and so that was a way to bring awareness and attention. And okay. and the proceeds of that went to the charity and all that kind but of stuff. But it wasn't really like an actual wine. Yeah, it wasn't something that I. It was something you that have I worked to with. Do that. Yeah, well, you know, maybe you know, maybe you're you, gonna do it. I I, I would say this as. Um, from the outside looking in, you guys really should do it. Okay. Um, do like a, a, a from the throne uh, label, know. and you go, and then you know that would be. I think you That's guys fine, would crush you know? it. That's you know, I, I, I'm serious. Make it fruity too. I don't yeah. want. No, no. Well, yeah, I'm not. A and that, and that, I can assure you, I will. I, I would help you with that. <laughs> you can count on me for that. <laughs> what you call this? What you said? <laughs> Yo, say that again. Oh my god. We gonna run that back. <laughs> now on to the next one. Which the one next is one? okay? Yes. So. Okay, so you guys were talking about private labels. Mm -hmm. okay. This is something called the liquid geography, and it's a great name. Now, if you look on the, unfortunately, you can't see in the back label, one of the charities where the proceeds goes to is Wheeling Forward. Ooh. Um, okay, okay. Okay, we can zoom in on yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> so, so this is, um, uh, it also supports two other charities too as well. Mm -hmm. um, one for cancer research, the other one um, wow. helps uh, South Bronx uh, educational um, initiative, you know. Lord, they um, need that in the yeah. South Bronx. They need yeah. that. I, I live in the South Bronx too, you know. <laughs> We're gonna leave you yeah. alone. Here about yeah, that, I know, I know. <laughs> well, listen, I, I hear all the jokes. He that, you know. Sorry to this man. <laughs> Sorry to that yeah. man. So this is, this is actually uh, from Spain. And it's from northern Spain. Yeah, yeah. It's got that all of that stuff. And this is a grape that maybe none of you have heard of. It's not a. Oh, you know what? Let me. You want to dump? Let me see if you can down that. You know. Oh, yeah. you can just pour it, pour it in, floor. No, in this playing. bottle. Oh yeah. Let me I see. I got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. You got it. Yeah, I'm really good with these things because <laughs> I know how to get my liquor back. <laughs> oh, you're doing pretty good actually. She's an expert. She's very good. <laughs> now you say it now. Start spilling. No, 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 no. Wow. Want me to mess up so bad? Look at what she can mess at. I'm actually like, all right. Beast. I told you, you better hire me as a bartender. I'll a come to contention. If you want to get, sorry about that. Um, yeah. I'm sitting here shaking you. Was like, <laughs> yeah, no, you did. You crushed it. I mean, if you want a bartender, you can come certainly do that. We'll do <laughs> come a guest bar. Roll on down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll roll down. Roll on down. I the books. I only ask yeah. <laughs> So we got to shake this one too? So <laughs> we ain't on your level yet. I ain't there yet. Uh, here you are. You are. Um, this is a grape called Mencia. M-E-N-C-I-A. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very traditional grape that you find in um, northern Spain, but we do carry a lot of wines like this. We carry wines that are, mm. you know, made from um, people from marginalized communities. We have a wine also made from a guy named Roberto de la Mota, who's also a, a full-time um, wheelchair user. Okay. He's a paraplegic. We have a wine made uh, called Keto Wines, mm -hmm. and it's one of the few wines made by someone that's from the Native American community. Uh, we have a wine called Aslina from South Africa. Wow. Um, and it's the only, I think she's the first, I think she is, um, the first black woman-owned winery, and she mm -hmm. makes Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. So I have a, nice. we have a section that's called beautiful. called uh, Wines of and Impact. And that's a red wine. The that, 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 one's a, oh, that one's a white wine. That one's that's a white, a white? wine. She does make a red, yeah, but oh, she did, wow. But you'll have to come down and try it too, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we're trying to really give these individuals a platform and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, and th that are really kind of breaking social barriers because, listen, this is the reality of the wine world, it's not and diverse. it's getting better. It's definitely not this diverse. Is, they mostly look like me. Everyone, just to let you know, know, so French white is not like white white. He's like black because he's from France. He speak a little French. Yeah, he white chocolate. He white chocolate. Heidi, I'm sorry. French, <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> 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 
You was meaning to say that all day. I was talking to you. We got to shake this. All right, so what would it taste like? So just smell it, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and then. I mean, I think it's just... When you a, smell it, it's weird. It smells like a alcohol. If you, like... Well, yeah, you'll definitely smell a little alcohol for sure. It has uh, a sweet but very, smell Yeah, me. it, it does have a sweeter, sweeter, like more of this kind of candy note. It's got a bit of... Mm -hmm. I feel like almost a bit of this cotton candy kind of thing to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think... But I think it... it it's I up... Can, I can see the cotton. It's what you smell, what you taste, and how you feel about it. You know, that's the most important thing. My favorite wine is um, Merlot, Sweet Bitch. Oh, I, I've heard of that. Yes, sweet bitch Merlot. Mm -hmm. You have to try it because they they're they're because you know there's different Merlots. Yeah, of course, there's a their Merlot is on the sweeter side because I don't like bitter. Merlot. Oh, you like you like sweeter. I side. like okay. sweet Merlot. All right. It's like well, we'll we'll when you come over, all of you, of course, you'll come as our guest mm -hmm. down to Contento, and we'll get you to try all different types of wines for sure. Yeah, and, you know, nice plug, Contento. Where can we find yeah. that? And where's Contento? Where, at? Open it up. And what is Contento? Let's get to that. Let's get to that. And where can we find this place? What is it? So. What is it? Uh, the name Contento means happy, both in Italian and Spanish. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, we are in East Harlem. We're right on 111th between Park and Madison, 88 East 111th Street. Mm -hmm. I think... Uh, no, you're not saying the important parts. Let me let me advertise. Okay, 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 okay. Contento is a fully accessible restaurant mm -hmm. started by <laughs> yeah. wheelchair so, users yeah, himself yeah, okay. and who's and, your partner. And George Gallego. Yes, and um, we love George over here too. Founder Shout of uh, the Access Project. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh -huh. Yes. And you guys are doing an amazing job. Guys, crushing it. Because yeah, you guys are yeah. putting us like that's what I said when earlier, like I said with the women, when one somebody opens that door for yeah, you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah. makes it easier for us yeah, to roll sure. through. Yeah. You didn't open the elevator. Yeah. You, put, you get what I'm saying? Especially in NYC where so many things are becoming accessible now that yeah. should have been accessible no, way for before. Sure. No, so that the fact that you guys are doing it. Well, thank you. And the food, I actually heard really good reviews about yeah. it and everything. So you guys really yeah. have what to check it out. What kind of food is it? So the chef is Peruvian. Um, his name is Oscar Lorenzi. Mm -hmm. And he's absolutely crushing it. Um, you can it, make white beans? White beans? We do have beans. I don't know if we have white beans, but we can make white beans <laughs> on, for you guys. You need black Come beans. Come on. <laughs> black beans. No, Diversity. <laughs> Come on. Because <laughs> in Peru, I know they have white beans. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchie, we need black beans yeah, in exactly. Contento. Come exactly. on. I seen exactly. a story on you guys on New York One. It was, yeah. it was really dope. Yeah, no. We're, and you're rated what? We're all, I mean, we've been getting high ratings. We got uh, the New York Times, uh, you know, oh, selected us as top man. top ten new yeah, restaurants for the yeah, year. Um, Esquire magazine, we were in the top forty best new restaurants mm -hmm. in America, okay. and we've gotten some really great reviews. I think the most important thing that I think the most fulfilling part that that you know I felt and George has felt and the rest of the team mm -hmm. is when we have other individuals that have a disability, whether it's blind, um, low vision, intellectual, hard of hearing, you name it, right, physical. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the layout is, you know, barrier free, but I think the most important thing is is culturally, you know, the staff there yeah. is there to, to, to has been trained. To cater to, to cater, people with correct. disabilities, so you can't be looked at yeah. funny. They're gonna understand mm. you. If you're mm. deaf, you have somebody yeah. to come out to exactly. help them speak it. That's beautiful. Pro proper it's etiquette. Wow. I mean, I, I one of the greatest things that happened, there was a young lady that came to the restaurant and um, she, she doesn't have the use of her arms, you know? Mm. And mm. generally speaking, when she's going out to a restaurant, um, she has someone there to help her eat, you know, I guess. Um, and she actually, how she would eat normally on her own is she, she puts her face down on the plate, you know what I mean? Mm. And she said that it was the first place in a long time where she felt comfortable mm. um, that she could, she, to, to, wow. no, she to just, it. To eat just, a plate down because she doesn't have out in a table raise it? Does the table raise up? Well, I think it wasn't even about that. It was just, just about she felt, she felt in, comfortable in public, doing it public. Public, 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 public. Exactly. You look at the right. owners and then you see yourself. 
It's just mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. it's just like as a black girl when you see a black Barbie doll, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. feel more representation. comfortable. It's representation. representation. So now yeah. I go into this place and I see somebody disabled that's friendly. Mm-hmm. I may not have the same exact disability as him, but right. I feel but it's more okay. disabled comfortable friendly. because yeah. I understand that the un- the owner understands. Understands. And and to, and to the credit to the staff, they have just been like, hey, this is because they're able bodied. Yeah, they're able, but they they've been trained. You know, okay. that's beautiful. So they get it. You know, and that's important. And I thought, God, that was really touching. Mm. I mean, to, wow. to hear that from someone. Wow. You know what I mean? Because. That sucks that you go to a, a restaurant and you can't eat the way you want to mm-hmm. because, because of, of, of public perception. perception right, society. And I, I just, I just. Because somebody so, would have took their phone out. If you go to a regular restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Somebody would take lying. their phone out and then they're like, look at this girl. Because you know, social no, media right. makes everything a joke now. No, so it's like, it's nothing to TikTok somebody that you don't even know. And no, you don't even terrible. know why they're eating like this. But mm-hmm. because the restaurant is inclusive and well stuff said, like yeah. that. She's gonna feel comfortable. Is, is that a narrative that you want to push when um, starting this restaurant? It was was that your main focus? Uh, definitely, my main focus, I, and, and along with George and everybody else, was to make sure that, like, I mean, I don't care about being known as the first. The most important thing is that we're not the last. So, like, mm-hmm. nothing would make me more happier. But than, you guys are the first. I think. I, I think the pushing the narrative. You know, I mean, I've been to many restaurants. Where God, it's like a dream come true as far as the physical layout, right? Mm-hmm. But just because you're like ADA compliant and you know you've got ramps here and you've got everything there, but those little things of having the the, the staff being trained mm-hmm. and, and treating you with the dignity and respect, you know what I mean, um, goes a long way. I mean, you know, I'm sure you might have all experienced that. You know, mm-hmm. you go out to eat with friends. Most of your friends are probably able-bodied, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're asking your friend, "Oh, what is she? What does she or he want to eat?" And you're like, "I'm mm-hmm. fucking right here." Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like yeah. I being just looked over. went to a restaurant this weekend for my aunt's birthday and I've been there before so I know the layout but yeah. the way you know when it's a large group they tend to put you all in the same area so the yeah. way the restaurant is set up it's right. not their fault and I understand yeah, it of course. but the way the restaurant is set up they have a downstairs part and they right. have an upstairs part so the mm-hmm. downstairs part is the littest spot yeah. So of course that's what my aunt want to be, and then the way my aunt and them is, is we going the way my friends are, we're gonna get her down and we're that's gonna awesome. get her up, so they don't care. So the restaurant when I rolled in, I'm like I'm going downstairs. They're like, huh? Right. They're like, you. The guy's like, you need help. Right. I'm like, no. They're gonna come up and get me. He's like, you sure? And mm-hmm. then they just they spent the whole time trying to make it accessible and stuff like that, and it yeah. made me feel good. But it's like, yo, get an elevator. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah. 2022. Yeah. Literally, we can say that. And get a lot elevator. of people in our community. Would even go to the lens to do that. They yeah, would no, of course. Yeah, Get an course. elevator, but For the sure. fact that I'm I'm not a party pooper. I'm not. I know everything is not accessible, and that's a shame. But because we're the year that we're in, the time that we're in, and especially living in New York City, we're like the few. We're like the most futuristic out of all. Of <laughs> the fact that yeah. every place doesn't have like an elevator or some form or way to a get ramp, downstairs, or even those stuff. little. Remember the elevator next door when we want to get the pizza? It's like you see how they got that. Elevator, yeah. It's just a small little elevator. You can get that. Like if you have a business or anything like that, right. think about the disabled community. It's not just wheelchair users, it's blind, it's deaf, it's um, mentally incompetent, it's different mm-hmm. things, you know what I mean? So think about us, don't just think about the able body because right. we're going to spend money too. Yeah, we well, SSI I, every month. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, she's crazy. <laughs> we, we can't run out on the bill. Y'all want us there. But, but you know, listen, I, can roll out I, mean, I mean, the numbers don't lie. There's 61 million Americans that have a disability and wow. there's over $500 billion of spending power within that. Right. And I still don't understand why we're not like... Yeah, we're ignoring those numbers, right. man. Like Speak it's crazy. It. And you know why? Um, because a disability doesn't discriminate, and you somebody can walk outside and become disabled tomorrow, right? Absolutely. Get hit, hit by a car. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's why we None need. 
need more inclusion. Born, like, literally everybody up here no. on this platform right? was born yeah. like this. Um, so th and that's the reason why, you know, these places have to be more accessible because it can happen to you. And until 100%. it happens to you, that's when you want to stress and, and push, when, yeah. the, you know, push the narrative. So right? I want to play a game. <laughs> okay. It's called Drink and Think. So Drink and Think, okay. Nobody up here knows how you got into yeah. your situation. Mm -hmm. sure. So for this last bottle, yes. you break this down to us and yes. tell us what it is and then... We want you to just get deep. Yes. You got to get deep. You got to get serious. You got to tell us like how, what were those emotions? How old you were? Yeah. What happened? Who were you within a relationship? Were you out of it? Sure. What was your mindset at the uh, time? I'm happy to tell you. So the decade, uh, we know you're ancient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look good, man. Look good. He, he was talking about. I told it. you that. I told you white chocolate don't crack. <laughs> that's that, that white chocolate. That, oh, that's a, <laughs> we got five white chocolate people. What Jason? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of people. Let me see. No, white chocolate. I'm gonna pour it back in this one. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, I'm so sorry. So while you're doing yeah. that, no, no, though, come on. It's please, okay. We, we we spoke about we spoke about my brother's situation last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> Health is wealth, man. Health is wealth. Health is very important. I'm protecting True. him. I'm a drink. You're not even. Him. You're not even lying. Health Listen. is wealth. You want to pour that in that? Yeah, yeah I got yeah, it. Okay, cool. So um, the wine that I'm the, the wine that I'm that you're pouring right now that that uh, Frenchie's pouring right now is uh, an Italian red. It's made from a producer called Uduardi. And the grape here is called Galliopo. It's indigenous oh. to the southern part of Italy, so it's very generous, um, very giving, um, nice, beautiful kind of uh, dried fruits. You know, you get a little bit of this fig, a little bit of this prune, very floral, a little spicy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, I like yeah. this one. This yeah. is my favorite one. But I brought this because it's like it, it's, a, it's it's kind of geeky. It's uh -huh. off the mean path, but uh, it's a wonderful producer, and I, I like wines from Italy. And I just what kind to, is it mm -hmm. though? Like what's yeah, yeah. So wine? it's a, it's a, it's Considered a, a dry red, okay. and the grape here is called the Galliopo, which I you really wouldn't find in a lot of places. It's not very popular, like so, Cabernet Sauvignon or Merlot. Or so it's closer to a Cabernet. Yeah, it's got a lot of Cabernet. Kind of quiet. No, you're absolutely right. No, it's Cabernet. definitely full bodied for sure. Okay. It's a full body dry red. You know, well said. Absolutely, yeah. Like, My thing uh, is not to cut you. I like sweet, no. I like sweet red because I'm not like. Big on alcohol. You would like the sweet I like range. fruity. Yeah, I like you fruity like drinks. So I like the sweet red. Well, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind when you guys come by, and I'll, I'll, and I'll hook you, it up. What are you, with the with the spinal cord injury? Red wines are better. Red wines are good for you. You could drink this even when you're pregnant. Don't they do that in France? No, no, you're right because it has anthocyanin, so it's really great, and it's also an they have antioxidant properties. Yeah. So really, really so red wines. Be careful. Don't drink and drive. That's why I like don't drink and drive. I don't catch the UTIs. Yeah, wine is easy. Yeah, I don't. But then it's like you go out. When you're with your friends and you go out to oh, a they restaurant, turn up drinking Casamigos and Tennessee and all kind of shit. And you're like, okay, let me get the sangria. <laughs> and the hangovers don't hurt as much because yeah, right. and the spirits will yeah. really get to you, man. Some, yeah. But isn't it the histamines in the wine sometimes? Because it's like if you drink, I, I know if I drink enough wine and then I wake up the next day like, damn, why did I drink that goddamn wine? See, how, how much? I don't you stop. You got a few bottles. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I do crazy. be having. I mean, a few if you drink bottles. ten bottles, something's going to be wrong. Just two. I mean, it's not you know, a cup is not going to do, but ten bottles, frankly. And you're probably going to hate me for this because you're a sommelier, but I like Sutter Home. Yeah, why would I hate you for that? Because no. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, not at all. Not Is at all. Is Sutter Home okay? No, I, think, I think all those wines that you see at wine stores and liquor stores that you might call big brands, I mean, I think they, have a, they, they, they serve a purpose. <clears throat> And it's an introduction for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and I think they they do a great job, and they're affordable, and they're always mm -hmm. a consistent product. So I I'm certainly um, I, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I for feel sure. like this is a is this does it would you, would you drink this with a steak? 
Oh hell! Oh my god! Absolutely. It has a taste. It's steak like to, no, no, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a food wine, no doubt about yeah, it. Um, wine. it's not like the rosé here or even the cava that mm -hmm. you guys have here that you can just chug along and yeah. just yeah, you got to sip this. But the red wine definitely some food, yeah. And I think red meat, hundred hundred percent, mm. you know. Yeah, I can see how it goes. It goes well with it. You know, even even um, I mean, I know your background. Uh, you've got Jamaican roots and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> you know, something roots. yeah, big boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, things that are um, you know, uh, what spicy. do you call it? spicy? And uh, what's a, what's the a uh, uh, jerk chicken? Jerk chicken, uh, goat. Oh, oxtail, oxtail. Oh, for that's exactly yeah. what I was that saying. Oxtail, yeah. cru oh, crush it. Would it. taste good. Oh yeah. my god, with oxtail would be amazing. Yeah, I can see the. I can see how. I can see that. I can see it. Oh, the oxtail would go amazing with that. But yeah, yeah, for sure. So back yeah. to you. Yes. Okay, young. So so. How did you end up here? Like yeah, you yeah. didn't just fall over and wake up in a yeah. wheelchair. What happened? Definitely not. Um, so <laughs> definitely my, not. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, my my car accident happened in October two thousand three. Mm. How old were you? I was twenty five years old. Mm. Wow. So I was already working in, in restaurants. Uh -huh. um, I was I was married previously before um, I had met Heidi. Um, and so married. Yeah, was that no? I know it's you very young. Yeah, <laughs> I threw no no no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to no, it's all good. I don't mind. Going to but, uh, so I, I got I got <laughs> I got married in July. Uh, my first marriage uh, in July of twenty. Sorry, uh, two thousand three. Wow. My so car. You, three months later, my car accident. Wow. wow. So your wife got a. Wow. 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 So it was very intense. And you know, listen. I think that I think it's really important to talk about this. Mm -hmm. It's not just you who gets injured. It's all it's the, the ones that are right. close. It, it affects so, them as wait, well. wait, we have to get into the detail yeah. with the car accident. Yeah. What, were you the only one in the car? Thank God I was the only one. Mm -hmm. you were, mm -hmm. It was I, the wine? No, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, thank, you know, I, I don't, it was just really a freak accident in many ways and mm -hmm. it's a long story, but I it was I was on the West Side Highway. It happened on 96th Street in New York City. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately what, what happened to me was what, you know, I, I hit the guardrail, so the car didn't mm. flip. On the West Side Highway. On the West Side Highway in wow. Manhattan on 96th Street. I know it. It, it kind of intersects. Mm -hmm. um, it was a rainy, cold, foggy evening and all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I was coming back from work and all that. It was late night. Um, and funny enough, of course, like as physics would have it, it was, you know, don't get me wrong. There were nights where I was definitely, there were moments where I probably shouldn't have been driving. That mm -hmm. certainly, I was certainly in, I was. But it perfect. wasn't one of those nights. It was just one of those things, you know. Um, listen, I'm a city boy. I grew up in Manhattan. I grew up on the west side. Mm -hmm. So driving wasn't really ever my thing. I don't get like, I, I never. You, we, we all city, because you know, once yeah. once yeah. you're from the five boroughs, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we don't train, need to drive. Yeah. Really yeah, it was never my thing. And um, unfortunately what, you know, I guess the impact of me, you know, when the car flipped, what you call mm -hmm. burst fracture. And so okay. that's what, of course, the number one rule that you shouldn't be doing is move, I guess. Yeah, you know? no, so, you know, the, the hood kind of goes on smoke and my, my instinct is to get myself out of there. Mm -hmm. And so when the car finally like settled down, um, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm buck to get yourself out. And then I can just feel like, I'm like, what the, f you know, I just felt like that magnetic pull, you know, that magnetic pull mm -hmm. you feel in the refrigerator. Something's very odd. And I'm like having trouble breathing because, you know, I, you know, I fractured my ribs and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so I try to open up the door um, on the driver's seat. That wouldn't open up. That was all mm -hmm. smashed up. So finally what I did was I pulled myself out of the car. And I pulled myself out. Finally got myself out of the car um, with no use of my legs at this point. Obviously I'm moving. I'm doing all the things that is you shouldn't be doing. But I, everything's in instincts. I'm like, I cannot be in this car with all the smoke coming in. You know, mm -hmm. it's carbon monoxide. That's not good. So finally then... You know, you. I really had that moment of like 30 seconds of like, you know, every little thing that happened in my life 
Slap happened right there. And and I had, I don't know why this happened. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. It was Tom Cruise on <laughs> Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> And you know he played a paraplegic. Yeah. If you never watched it, mm. watch it. He does a. I gotta watch it. He does an incredible job. I didn't watch it. Yeah, no, but and and he's and he and the movie's about him being a Vietnam vet coming mm. back from the war as that a paraplegic. That must have came out the year I was born. So, <laughs> all I hear him say, and he's saying, "Simplify, motherfucker, simplify." <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I I flip myself around. You know how it is. I'm sure you guys know that feeling of like when you first were injured. Right. You got to do what I hold. And so now I'm like kind of I'm. It's pouring rain, so I'm I'm digging like little holes so I can pull myself up to get to the side of the road. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. And he was a big guy. And I was a big boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, Jesse. I was a big boy. How tall, how tall were you? So I'm 6'3", and I was about 225, worked so out. like you. solid. I'm solid. I'm solid. solid. Yeah, yeah, Shit. definitely, yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. Prince mm-hmm. chocolate. So then all of a sudden a guy back then, this is when livery cab drivers still existed, mm-hmm. and he had an accent. He's like, my friend, my friend, stop moving. I'm calling the police. <laughs> my friend, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then maybe 30 seconds after, there were four young ladies um, who come out, who I think were in the healthcare industry. I, I never heard from them again. They come out, you know, running, helping out. She's like, stop moving. You got to mm. stop moving. Stay. They're coming to help you. Mm. And she brought out like some kind of blanket or something from her car. And I turn around and she says to me, she's like, are you not cold? And then it's October 27th. It's cold, rainy. And I'm like, no, I'm all good. She's like, honey, you know, you're. So as I was climbing up, my pants and my yeah. underwear. Underwear, excuse oh, me, and roll down to my ankle. And at that moment, I said, this is, this, I'm like, this is fucked. This is <laughs> fucked. Because like, one, it's one thing to like not, you know, move things. But to not feel that you got like, your ass out. Yeah, I was, yeah. And so anyway, that was, so yeah, I remember everything. Wow. I remember when the doctor came in to tell me that I was never going to And they walk. so cold. They so cold. Well, I, I can tell you, I could, at this point, it's five in the morning. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm frigid. I'm mm. just like, mm. okay, you know. And so my wife, my wife, my mom at that time, um, she's to the right of me. Mm. Um, my mom is Francoise. And I'm, you know, at this point I can barely talk. I'm exhausted. I'm just like, okay, you know, this is like. So pull. your wife was to the left? My wife was out in the hallway, you know oh, what I mean? Um, mama and, and, didn't let her in. Yeah. Mama said it's No, 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 no. <laughs> like that. No, no, she was taking a break. You know how it goes. It's all chaotic. That's why Heidi here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, no, 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 no. Everything no, no. happens for a reason. Everything you know happens I mean? for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to make this very clear. Okay. Um, with um, my first wife mm. and their family, I'm still very good friends with. Okay. Nice. But they were, okay. they were their loyal. Mm. Um, Heidi has met Angelo and, okay. and we're all civilized. I mean, it's not even That's like- a one of, That's a blessing. That's a blessing because it doesn't a, go that way. That's white people shit in, in black relationships. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> That's white people. That's a blessing. <laughs> it is. Really Angelo be being on Heidi. <laughs> I'm still cool black. with my, my um, ex-wife. You had to go through a lot of change yeah. first. I mean, but just shut we, the fuck up. Shit ain't, shit ain't got shit to do. <laughs> and it's all about the age too, because you're a whole yeah. complete different this, person than yeah, no, was in. That's about the right sure. now. We all got some yeah. ghetto. You, you got children. We from all got marriage. No, 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 no. Okay. no. You know, we just got married, and yeah, it and it just kind of, you know, we a few years after, um, we it was an amicable. You said, hey, yeah, you know, put a real strain. But, yeah, of course. So yeah, when, those, yeah. when the doctor told you those words out his mouth. Well, the one thing that he said to me, he comes in and he was a, a resident doctor, I think, and mm. he was young. They didn't even send him. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't even And he seemed almost excited and I could just say, I said, wow. oh, he's going to fucking say it. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just like, don't say, say it. it. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> and he goes, but he said it. He said, well, you know, you're a big, strong guy. Um, you know, I, I, you're going to be fine. 
but you're never going to run a marathon. Wow. Uh, just like that. Wow. And my mom goes bawling. Wow. She goes out to the hallway. And then it's just like, you could just hear every all my Sick. all my closest friends. Mm. And the, it's like a domino effect. Waiting. And I'm just like, and you could see this guy is like, I what the fuck that? I was like, yeah, um, yeah. dickhead, you know, bedside <laughs> yeah, manners, like, you know what I mean? Facts. You know. So I could relate to I could relate to that story because it was same, it was not my main it, doctor that came in and he pretty broke the news at like uh, seven o'clock in the morning. I was so hot. And he told me I was not supposed to do this, that, that, and that actually pushed me and that, that gave me my chip on my shoulder, like cause he said I was not gonna graduate from college. I, mm. I'm gonna have to be monitored 24 seven, I'm not gonna have sex. And that kind of pushed me to, to the person I am today. So mm. I kind of relate to that. Yeah, no. that story. So wow. with your situation, so you heard those words and then you just was like, fuck. It was your, your, it sounds like to me, like you were more concerned about how your loved ones would feel other than yourself. Cause it's like you heard them in the back. So it's like hard to think about how you feel when you can see your mom is broken from this well, and then your family. I, I think, I think you would know better because I don't have any kids, but you being a mother, mm. I mean, you know, our, oh, I can't. You mm -mm. Pick, I'm yeah, sure you yeah. probably gives you anxiety, right? Like, I can't God, God, picture that. Yeah. I, I have anxiety like, right now, see, and I know yeah. where he's. I at, never so. even looked at that perspective. I just thought about me being a parent and my son mm -hmm. getting paralyzed. No, I never mom, thought about it just since it's now, and I'm like, that's, I, that I've must see, be I've tough. I've seen how the look yeah. of my mom and my dad. My dad is he's tall he's and big, big. so to see right my now. father will tell you the only people that can make me cry is my children mm -hmm. and you know the, his wives my mother and then mm -hmm. my stepmom now but yeah when he like because he got there before the ambulance mm -hmm. do you understand what that's like for yeah, the ambulance to be so fucking slow that yeah. your parent gets there first so i'm looking at him and i just seen that look so that would break me so I, it broke me. It made me feel like it was my fault. You know what I mean? Mm. Like laying on that bed. So did yeah. you feel like, damn, I just ruined my mom's life? <laughs> well, I thought about that. I mean, and I, I had never, I think the hardest part was I had never seen my father cried. Mm. And I'm, I'm like, I'm about to get emotional right now too. Mm. But I remember, um, you know, this is after, you know, you do you know, a couple surgeries. They put mm. the whole titanium. I don't know if you guys had that yeah. titanium. What titanium mean? Yeah, titanium rods um, and, and some screws in there. And I remember him just grabbing me on the, and we says, you know, um, we're gonna be fine. And then mm. uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm tearing up right now. But mm. and my sister was there. My sister never cries either. You know, I, I have the same kind of relationship with my sister that Jesse does because I know you always talk very fondly about her. I watch, you know, on social mm. media, and that was hard. To that was hard because cry. the, I guess the way things should work is, you know, your parents raise you, you do the right thing, you take care of them, you take care of them. You know, that's it's crazy, and it's yeah. it's hard, and it's hard to. You know, to see a strong yeah. man that raised you your whole yeah, life come from France, yeah, yeah. work his ass off to make a life for you, exactly, and then he's correct. like, exactly. "We're gonna be okay." Yeah, yeah. And then in that moment, you felt like, "No, Daddy, I'm supposed," you know, yeah, like no. I'm supposed to make it that's, okay. Yo, that's when I first got evolution, that was yeah. the first thing. That's the first. I was in the hospital, and I said. I said, I'm, I'm supposed to bury my parents. Not You're not supposed to bury me. Well, that's, that was like the first thing that came. I was so worried about like, yo, dang. I'm like, y'all not supposed to take care of me. I said, I'm I supposed know. to. I know. Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? It, and um, It's hard. It's, 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 it's difficult at first, yeah. but now you overcame all this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I know it lifted a whole weight yes. off your parents' shoulders because it's like, look at Yannick. <laughs> you beat in, the odds. But right? in that moment, just feeling those feelings and actually just saying like, hey, who am I now? Like, mm. who, what did you see yourself as in the time you were in the hospital? Who did you see yourself as? I actually, truthfully, I saw myself um, continuing um, to work in restaurants. No doubt about it. Because I love it so much. And I couldn't imagine doing anything else. But I knew that it was going to be challenging. I mean, interestingly enough, you probably, you probably guys probably don't know this, but my, my grandfather was blind. Mm. I have... I, wow. Just two years before my car accident. He became blind? Well, no, no, no. Uh, that was, he, he, he became blind 
he was, you know, he died before I even really met him, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. But I have a cousin in France. Um, two years before my car accident, my mom comes into my room and she says, I just want you to know your cousin Guy in France, he was working on the farm and he fell backwards and he, and he broke his back mm -hmm. and he's now paralyzed. Of course, me being the, the optimist that I'm in, mm -hmm. that I am, I said to him, I said, well, I said, well, does he have his upper body? And she said, yeah, he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, great. So, so, but I didn't realize all the other, like the social barriers, mm -hmm. the unconscious bias that people may have when you're, when you have a disability, mm -hmm. um, dealing with exactly what we were talking about, urinary tract infections, uh, mm -hmm. pressure sores. I mean, just like, there's so much that comes with it mm -hmm. and, and it, nothing can really prepare you for it. But I'm, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. so blessed mm -hmm. and I don't take it for granted. I know that. Amen. Like I have the best family, I have the best friends, and I'm not here today without them, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. So for somebody that's 25 right now, because every day there's a new accident that mm -hmm. creates somebody to be in a wheelchair, because yeah. like, I, like we always say, and yeah. especially when we have people in wheelchairs come on yeah. the show, we can only speak for people with our disabilities, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And most importantly, mm -hmm. we can only speak for ourselves. We just tend to be people that agree because we all still get it done regardless. You didn't right, let this right. shit stop you, you kept right. pushing. You, where some people right. see steps and they're like, fuck this, I'm not doing this, you made you an elevator. Go up the steps. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Elevator. You you yeah. made that elevator for right. yourself. You figured out a way to still make it to the top without using the stairs, you understand what I'm saying? Right. So what advice would you give somebody or what yeah. would you give your younger self? Yeah. What would you want to hear at this age? What would you give to somebody yeah. else? I think um, at the age of 25, I was trying to push myself really hard mm -hmm. and it kind of backfired. You know, I ended up getting a pressure sore because I was pushing myself too. I went back mm -hmm. to work pretty fast. You mm -hmm. went so, Cause you were just like trying to snap back into I was just trying, and I was trying to be the same person that I was mm -hmm. prior to my accident. Mm -hmm. And of course, like the same value system, a lot of things, remain the same, but there are a lot of things that are different. Kind of you know new, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't have to worry about pressure sores. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like pressure sores? Like I didn't even understand what that even meant, you know? Right. Or, mm. or I didn't know what a UTI was. What, what's like, a, I've heard of it, you know what yeah. I mean? I didn't know like- I didn't know what any of that shit Yeah, no one- They show you it in the hospital. Yeah, but it doesn't even, it doesn't and resonate. it doesn't even resonate, because it's like, who, I'm not gonna catch until that you, shit. Until you wake up one morning, you're like, oh, yeah, you got the chills. Right. You're like, yeah. and so until it actually hits you. So what I would have done, take it slow, you know, and learn and 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 also I would have instead of being so prideful, mm -hmm. I wish that I would have reached out to people that were injured, mm -hmm. um, you know, that were veterans, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. I, I didn't want to really ask for help, you know what I mean? And I realized that when things started to come in place was because I started to surround myself with other individuals that were in my position because they gave me the right advice. Oh, this is, you know, this is how I catheterize and this is what I do. And mm -hmm. I got this doctor, maybe you should check out that doctor. Mm -hmm. This is what you should do for your diet. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I doubt that, that's been really instrumental. So really it's finding your people. It's finding, Find your people. finding people that are, that have the same situation as you, you know, I think. Um, but it's, it's bigger than that because I've met people with the same situation, but we just have different mindsets. But with Jesse and like, Love, yeah. As I'm pointing the wrong way, <laughs> Jesse and Love, I can feel like like the advice they come with. You know what I mean? It's always like empowering yourself, bigger yourself. They're the reason I started modeling and everything, and then they're re the reason why we're here. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's important to find and surround yourself with like-minded people that want to oh, see definitely. you grow. Uh, so definitely. it's not 100%. just every person that's blind is going to get along. Every deaf person is going to get along because we mm -hmm. don't like a lot of you people in wheelchairs. I'm going to be honest about it. They're not going to say it, but I'm going to say mm -hmm. it. And at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's just because we have the same situation, don't just expect us to relate. Because a lot mm -hmm. of you attack right. us in our 
DMs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, if we don't respond a certain way, because a girl done inboxed me, done, done, <laughs> she done DM the page, done block me, uh -huh. talking crazy. Wow. All because I didn't get yeah. to see the message fast enough. And the one thing I do pride myself on is responding to people that's in my situation because mm -hmm. I wish somebody yeah. would have responded to me. I wish I had people to hit up. I didn't have nobody to yeah. hit up when I first yeah. got injured. Yeah. I was the youngest person in the hospital. I got, yeah. I got injured at 15 years old. I didn't even mm -hmm. know anybody younger mm -hmm. than me. You understand what I'm saying? So wow. I just had older people talking to me, well, you're going to be all right. We got used to it. And I'm just like, fuck these old people. So <laughs> humble yourself. Just because you got injured, don't make nobody yeah. obligated to respond to you because mm -hmm. we've all been there and we all still dealing with this shit. As yeah. long as you in the chair, you're going to be dealing with problems from the chair. Yeah. That's a reality. That's just the realities of it. It's always going to be there. If you if you, if you want to do well, make friends and make friends that want to be your friend. Yeah. Just because we in the chair don't mean I want to be your friend. We ain't going to be rolling together all the time. <laughs> shit, we don't, shit. Do you understand I could go out with them because we all know our energies. We all know each other's energies. Everybody not going to vibe. It's just like walking. It's just everybody that's walking would be friends. You understand what I'm saying? Don't have like obligations on somebody else's lives. I'm not obligated to do anything for you. He's not obligated and he's not obligated and he's not obligated either. I already know I'm not for everybody. Exactly. If we want to do something, we will. And also give us time in our DMs. We have a thousand DMs. Like it's, it's able-bodied people DMing us, people in wheelchairs DMing us, businesses, establishments, <laughs> agencies, you know what I mean? So give us time. Stop taking everything offensive. Mm -hmm. And for the guests and stuff like that, a lot of people are asking to come on. We want you guys to come on. We made this show to give people like us a platform. Mm -hmm. Just give us That's time. Right. We're starting yeah. the lineup. The best thing you could do is hit us up as soon as possible so we can put you in as fast right. as possible. That's it. We love you guys. We thankful for your support. And that's it. Right. So Yannick, what words do you want to close off with? Because you are just like the most important. He's like the president. Yeah. In this <laughs> no, I'm not. I get it. No. Really, <laughs> no, seriously, you're doing no. your thing. So what words do you want to leave off with? I think the one thing that um, I hear a lot of in our community is that, uh, oh, my friends left me or my family doesn't love me. And I think there are a lot of cases that do happen like that. It can mm -hmm. be very, it can be a very lonely place. <clears throat> um, but I think that a lot of times too, it's easy to alienate other people that you know. Are so I think a lot of times people might they're, they're trying to they're they're trying to help you out, and sometimes you know we're closed off because we're we're all scared and we have mm -hmm. we're full of anxiety because this is a new situation. Mm -hmm. But like, try to understand and have empathy for those mm -hmm. that you know, and not be angry at them, you know, and mm -hmm. and really embrace them and say, hey, just give me a few minutes, I'll and reach out to them because mm -hmm. I think. You just cannot do this alone. You can't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's impossible. No way. It's, no way. it's so hard. And we're and, all dealing with this. So it's like yeah. the people you with dealing with it too. And it, it, exactly right. And I'm just, I'd be the world's biggest liar. I, I'm again. I'm here with you guys, with you lovely people, because, God, my my mom, my dad, my wife Heidi, everyone, you know, um, have been there through thick and thin. Mm -hmm. And even now, I'm I'm 18 years injured. Mm -hmm. And there's still things that like I'm blessed that I have people there. You I mean, still look young. I think the wheelchair keeps us young. It's <laughs> <laughs> like something in it because you still look young as hell. Yeah, I mean, you guys have not year. Yannick and I, 2003, you said. I mean, yeah. You said October, yeah. Oh, you're, you're 2003? I, um, January, yes. Oh, wow. It's made 19 years for me. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was 20. You said you was 25. Yeah. I counted. You said you was 25. I was 24. And you said oh, so we're like the same. Oh, y'all the same age. Oh, wow. Yeah. And wow. see, this is for our audience, right? Look, both of them take care of themselves. They work out. And this yeah. is how. This is the yeah. prime example mm -hmm. with, you know, you've been injured at an early age. This well is said. what you want to look. You can still, right? yeah. But, but the mm -hmm. reason why they look like this is because they work out. They, they take the initiative to do these things. And take care right? of ourselves. Yeah. They take the initiative to do these things. So if you want to get to this age in with a disability, make sure you take care of yourself. It's very important. Yeah. 
But I remember a lot of women. A lot of women. You got married men here. We got married men here. I got my ring finger ID. I got my ring finger. Look at y'all at K-Babe. Don't listen to those very married men here. Later. That's very important. So it shows it's you can sustain in this year, but you know, you have to take care of yourself. We have to have a great support system, like Yannick said. You know, um, and 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 take the initiative and be assertive that you know you want to pretty much you know, continue your dreams. Because yeah. he could have just said, like, all right, fuck that. I'm not going to do this shit no more. And I'm going to sit there and rot and just be this. I've had a lot of friends that gave up. Like, a lot of friends, sure. like, when this first happened to me, I, like, through the years, like, uh, people became injured. And mm-hmm. they, I seen them, like, give up. And a, a few friends even up. passed away. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's and so sad to, to see. And you just have Yeah, and I also remember what, being, at, I remember being in Mount Sinai. No, remember yeah, in Mount Sinai, sure. um, every Wednesday, the older guys, gentlemen, would come in and tell us stories and, you know, tell us how it's going to be in the wheelchair and stuff mm-hmm. like that, going forward, moving forward. And man, they were so depressed and they didn't look healthy. They didn't look good either. Yeah, like, they were, yeah, the health-wise, they were like, like how Yannick and I are sitting up here and, you know, we look great and feel great, actually. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't have the look and it was very depressed, like talking to them guys made me depressed, and I just knew in my head I didn't want to be like them. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I didn't have anyone to look for, like to look yeah. to and say, and emulate and say, okay, this guy's living his life. You were like, He's you going... felt like you were like the first one in your situation. No, that, you that knew. I knew, yeah, yeah. right. That's and great. so these guys were oh. supposed to be like, you know, the model. They came and they were these things that they were just telling me, but just everything was so negative. They were sad. like, let me get back. Yeah. It was sad and it was depressing. Sad. I just knew in my head, like I said, I didn't know who me. or what I wanted to be. I just knew I didn't want to be that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes you'll have yeah. people come into your life to show you what you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Yeah. But here on From the Throne podcast, we like to pride ourselves in loving ourselves, mm-hmm. loving each other, and making it better for our community. So that's what we hope to be doing with you guys. And we love the outcry of support. We love when you DM us and tell mm-hmm. us your situations. Just give us time. We'll respond some back. Time. We love you. Mm-hmm. Please keep subscribing. Please keep sharing and. Stay with us. Right. So and this is episode twenty. Thank episode you guys for showing up. And thank, 20, thank Yannick. Thank our guests for yeah, coming. Thank, thank you for thank you. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, and where can they find you, Yannick? Uh, you can go on Instagram at Yannick Benjamin, and mm-hmm. you can DM me. Uh, y a n n i c k b e n j a n. Two ends, right? No, no, no. One end. She got yeah, it right. I got she it. crushed it. Okay. Uh, Period. And don't, what about the um, Contento? Contento NYC. Yes. Let's go to Contento. Pull up to the restaurant, y'all. Yeah, you got it. Very good. And what about your non-organization? You could just go at Wine on Wheels NYC on Instagram, and you know, and you'll find out all of our events and. And hopefully we'll have you guys there. Um, I know I was trying to get both of you one day to do like a, mm-hmm. a music performance or whatever. Yeah, you, live, you, live raps. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't the rapper. <laughs> I did one song, man. I was scared of that. I love I that song. I, was, I, I love first... that so I try to get you to come on, but I know. Yeah, I, I, know was I, know. I was scared. I, I would have loved for you to come on. Now right. I do it. I do it now. Yeah, but no. yeah, All right. Now well, then the... when the next event, we'll definitely. Episode 20. See you guys later. Make sure you guys follow Yannick. Yeah, follow Yannick, man. Great.